What's up, fam? Welcome back to the Time is Right podcast. My name is Scott Smith, and you are here on the Time is Ripe season two. We're still here talking about things in the faraway lands of Philadelphia. We have a special guest here that has a has some phraseology around that. Um, yes, we'll get to him in just a second, but we are, um, yeah, Time is Ripe is a podcast of ripe creatives. We are a ministry based in the great city of Philadelphia, and uh, on this podcast, we do episodes where we go back in time to discuss events that we threw or events that we partnered with others on, and today we have a really special episode as we're going back to Tuesday night, October 17th, 2023, mm-hmm. at a place called the Story Factory. You've probably heard that before if you've spent any time on this podcast uh, we talk about the Story Factory quite a bit because we do a lot there. Um, but on Tuesday nights, that's whenever we throw Creatives events. And this one is super special. It's a Creatives Concert Co-Bill, our second one of its kind. And our first time doing one with one of our guests today that we'll get to in just a second. Our other guest, though, the man who is always here, whether he is on the microphone or not. Always here. Jarrett Topma Moses. Hello. Welcome back to the pod, Jarrett. This is going to be a fun one. I wasn't even being sarcastic and you're laughing at that. <laughs> Our third guest who likes to uh, play around and have a good time. Not true. Uh, we have invited him to be on 30 episodes. He has been on one. It's my second actually. Two. Yeah, th- yeah, this is number two though. I thought this was like the third one he's been on. Nah, it's nah, the second. Just, just Justice Run, right? Probably. Forgot which one. Oh, he was on Penn State. There you go. Mm. I knew he was on at least two. You were on two. Really? So you've been here yep. three. This is three. You need an introduction, but not a long one because everybody knows who you are because you've been uh, here before. Yeah. Welcome back to the pod, Mr. Rashid St. Fleur. It's an honor. I'm not going to preach or anything. But, you know, I'm just glad to be here. Um, you know, God allowed me to see another day, another night, another podcast, and, you know, it's gonna be a fun one. <laughs> it's gonna be something. It's gonna be something. <laughs> uh, leave it all in. Leave it all in. Um, the night was Tuesday, October seventeenth. Mm-hmm. We did a creators concert. Co Bill Rashid is on the episode today because he was one of the featured artists. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa! Wow. Uh, it makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. Um, our first Co Bill was back in February of twenty twenty three. We had Leah Wren. Go listen got, to that episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you better go listen. If you want to know about it, just go listen to it. We're not going to say anything else about it. Yeah. I mean, I was going to say it was with <laughs> Leah Wren and Peter Collins, <laughs> and they did a co-bill together, and we talked a lot on that episode about why we started to do co-bills in the first place and how that all happened. We're not going to reiterate that because yep. that's for that episode. Uh, but this was our second one. This is our second time doing a co-bill, and we were like, man, we want to have Rashid St. Fleur on one of these because Rashid's been taking over the world. And uh, we had actually originally wanted to do the show with Rashid in June. Mm-hmm. And so we made a plan and we, uh, well, I mean, let's let's tell the story a little bit. I actually asked you, I said, hey, if you did a co-bill this year, who would you like to do it with? 
And you said Antoine Bradford. Oh wow, Antoine yeah. Bradford. Yeah, I was, I was kind of in the middle between Antoine and and um, what's his name, Joel Anset. And I was like, it probably mm-hmm. makes most sense to do it with Antoine, and it would be kind of cool to share that. And people, people will probably come out, love his music, love him as a person. Um, I just thought like creatively and like sound wise, it just made a lot of sense. So I was like, let's try that. Let's do that. Let's go for that. Yeah. I mean, I will say this. I don't think any of us really thought we were going to be able to get Antoine. Oh, yeah. When you brought that up. Yeah. Because what it sounded like to me was like on a bucket list, if Mm -hmm. I could pick somebody, it'd be Antoine. Right. And I just said, well, let's try for that. Like, let's let's reach out. Mm-hmm. So, you know, found mutual connections. Um, shout out to Dane Wilby up in uh, New York with Theology, um, up in the Bronx. Uh, great friend, knows Antoine. He reached out on our behalf, kind of built a connection. And Antoine knew who you were, as well as Liv and Emily, because you guys had done some covers of uh, his music through Ever So. So it was already like a level of um, care. We reached out to Antoine, got on the phone, and immediately he was like, for Rashid, I'm there. Mm. Like, let's make this happen. I love Rashid. That would be awesome, um, which I think should just be super validating yeah. to you. Now, unfortunately, that show never happened. Um, <laughs> yeah. Leading up to June, about three, four weeks out before we were you know, ready to do Doors Open and have a great event in June, um, Antoine had to pull out, which was mm-hmm. super sad. Um, he had been coming off of a tour, and then he had an album he was working on. And going through a lot of just challenging stuff in life. Mm-hmm. And so regrettably, like he kind of reached out. I was like, there's just no way I can get to Philly for the show. Right. And um, I remember, you know, like in the midst of just speaking life over that and like bummerness, like we were sad, mm-hmm. but not wanting to like hold that over his head. Um, I kind of went back to Rashid and I was like, Rashid, you know, Antoine's not going to be able to do the show. Do you want to still move forward with the show with just you? or move forward with the show with you and somebody else, yeah. or like cancel this show, postpone, and we'll throw you in the October plan. Right. Um, and you kind of went back and forth. What was kind of your thinking there? Yeah, what I was thinking, I was thinking a few things. I was I was like, if I were to pick an artist, who would it be? And was it kind of last minute a little bit? Yeah, it was like maybe two weeks or so. It would have oh, okay, been tough, right. two, three weeks. Yeah, because I, I didn't yeah. remember. But I was like, who was local? What artist could I pull? I thought of Sarah Jers. She was in New York. I was like, maybe that's possible. Um, but I was like, do I really? Am I really? Uh, do I really want to make it happen that last minute? And then I thought about maybe asking like two other like ripe artists who's kind of similar. But I was like, man, I don't, I don't even think I was ready. So I was like, um, let's just pull out and push it further. Yeah, I didn't really feel like I was mentally in like artistically and musically ready for that that night and I needed a lot of work and um yeah I just needed to work on me as an artist yeah between and, June and the next uh yeah, Cobill mm-hmm. which ended up being in October mm-hmm. and we didn't give you a choice with who you were going to do the second one with no uh, because we had already pre-planned to have Soraya um, with somebody, anybody, whoever, right. um, in October, because right. Soraya, we go back with a long, long time. Um, I think I've actually known of Soraya since she was like probably 19, 20 years old oh, wow. um, when she first started kind of performing in the Philly region. And a few years ago during a pandemic, we actually had Soraya on one of our first live streams. That's how I met her. Yeah. I remember that. That was a good show, too. 
Yeah, it was really good. She came in, she did her thing. We did a live stream. It still exists on our YouTube page if you want to see it. Um, so we had kind of always said, hey, we want to do a show with Soraya. Soraya's amazing. And then basically whenever we lost High Point, we lost the ability to do Creatives Concerts um, for a little while. And that was right when we were going to have Soraya. Like Soraya <laughs> would have been the next one. So we've we've kind of owed Soraya a Creatives Concert for a while anyway. And so we knew we wanted to do her in October. You're saying, hey, I'm going to back up to October. And honestly, we just felt like, even though you wanted to be with Antoine and that's like what the goal was initially, mm -hmm. you falling into this show with Soraya, like it just felt perfect, mm. you know? Mm -hmm. That that show honestly felt really cool dynamically too because you got to see a build. Like I think originally it was just going to be you and Acoustic was the plan from what you told me on the tech side uh, when we were planning June. I might be wrong. Yeah, it was. It was going to be just me. Yeah. yeah. But you, like you said, you got better musically. You built yourself out. You had two other people with you on stage. Yeah. And even just going from the three people on stage to Soraya, who had one, two, three, four, like oh, six people yeah, total. Lot, yeah. Like it just, the flow built a little better to mm -hmm. her yeah, rather than it being sure. just you and your acoustic and then just yeah. Antoine and his acoustic. Uh, I think it made the show flow yeah a little bit more rather than yeah. just like hitting a certain level and just staying there yeah one thousand percent yeah i agree with that yeah it would definitely it definitely fit well and like you said jared i mean you in june you would have been rashid st fleur on acoustic guitar by herself in october you were a very different set than just that mm -hmm. right so that process which has always been something you've been wrestling with i mean mm -hmm. i remember us even talking about that on the Texas episode, but even more so in Texas itself, mm -hmm. where you saw Jasmine yeah. and Zachariah with this full band kind of thing behind them. And you're like, I don't know what that feels like for me, but I feel like it's something I want to explore. Yeah. This concert gave you a chance to do that in a significant kind of way because Soraya is a full band artist. Right. It gave you some space to, to flap your wings around a little bit. Yeah, I would say a little bit. Um, there's still a lot to explore and to experiment with. I only say that because it is a goal and something that I want to get towards. Um, but that night, um, if I was with some incredible people, Esteban and Josh. Um, yeah, they were my first calls um, to come with me that night and to accompany me. And I was I was happy. Um, I know Esteban; he's done a lot of stuff with me. So as long as he was free, he was there, and he knew most of the material. So it was going to be pretty smooth with us. Um, but I was like, if we can get Josh, it would be incredible. You know, him paired up with Esteban, and then just um, backing me up with like the whole set and making everything feel a lot more of a journey. Yeah, just a journey throughout the whole set where it doesn't feel like um, it's just kind of like staying steady or almost like monotone musically um you're talking about josh rodriguez right yeah josh yeah. rodriguez yeah um yeah they just added a lot of dynamics within the set um which i really enjoyed and it opened my eyes a lot on you know um just song selection um dynamics musically being super loud being super quiet you know exploring like moments where you talk moments where you know you let them do their thing so there's a lot of things that I learned. There's a lot of things that I was learning leading up to it. Um, and it was just, the whole thing was like a, a learning experience. It was an experience in like all together, 
but I feel like out of everything, like I've, I've gotten so much, it like opened my eyes to so much. And I think, um, you know, I'm just ready to see what's next. You know what I mean? Yeah. This moment was like a moment to live in and to see and to say like, yeah, you can do this. You can like go into this. Like there's more. It's not as bad as you thought it was. It's not as scary, you know, just keep moving into it. It, it seemed like you definitely got more comfortable on stage with other people up there and mm-hmm. even just the trust that you had in them. You could see that you had trust in them because there were parts of the set where you're putting your acoustic down. You're not relying on yourself mm-hmm. to make sure you've got the music right. You know they've got your back. Mm-hmm. And you did like a couple songs without you doing anything instrument wise. Mm-hmm. You left it to SD and to Josh. Yeah. The crazy thing about that, we only had one rehearsal. And That's what I was just about to ask. Like, were you guys getting together a bunch? No, not at all. Which is <laughs> which is which is nuts. Obviously, SD he's played with me a ton, not a ton, but like a good amount. And Josh is he's just musically gifted. Yeah. He can pick things up and like on like on the fly. We do it in church all the time. Um, so like when you have those kind of like musicians mm-hmm. who kind of respect the musicality of like anything. Like you're you're gonna get great things, and like to think that we only had one rehearsal, they um, went on by themselves to rehearse however many times they needed to, and we came back and we did that. You know, it makes me imagine and wonder like if we can do that with one, what do you do with ten? Mm. You know what I mean? So it's like stuff like that, like just opens your eyes and like um, I'm a big dreamer, so when I see and think about this stuff, uh, I'm just like, dang, this is. It's only the beginning, you know what I mean? There's only so much more that you can do. It's, it was, to me, it was such a great night and we did so many things, but it was so small. It was just like right at the the surface level, but like we have to break through that surface level to see where we can go. And like, um, I think that's what I experienced that night and just seeing that and experiencing it was, it was a big blessing, man. Um, yeah. I mean, it's been kind of fun because we've been pushing forward even to, you know, your experience the night of the show, but I do want to just talk about it. Like even from the beyond the set side, Mm -hmm. I remember coming into that night, October 17th. um, The support that night was incredible. Mm -hmm. Like in the room, I think it was our highest or second highest grossing, you know, ticketed concert event we ever had. Mm -hmm. Um, Ton of people came through your entire family mm-hmm. the nation of haiti was there <laughs> you know uh, yeah they showed up <laughs> they yeah. showed up deep um but you know and then obviously our entire community mm-hmm. loves you to life and they were all there but then a whole bunch of other people came yeah. as well for soraya yeah. or just in support of creatives and we had like a really full right awesome environment to host a concert in. the canada people the canada couple yeah that's a crazy uh, story yeah, too that's funny i remember that they just showed up because they looked it up online or whatever and and found it just mm. like they didn't crazy. come down from canada after looking it up they were in <laughs> philly yeah. and canada. looking up stuff to do that night and came right, right, right. <laughs> yeah it was pretty dope though yeah they, they googled what things to do in philly and we popped up which we've been talking what do we use for tickets again Eventbrite. Uh, Eventbrite. We've talked about like pulling off of Eventbrite, but the only reason they found us is because Eventbrite will put up the events that have their tickets on there. Shout out to marketing, online marketing. It's above my pay grade. (laughs) But I do remember there just being like a ton of support. Right. The energy in the room was like palpable. 
And, you know, Emily and I got to go up, do the announcements real quick. And then mm-hmm. when we called for that boy from Norristown to come up on stage mm-hmm. and do his thing, like it was a absolute eruption for you. Mm-hmm. And that was always my heart, like going into this whole thing was Antoine, Soraya, Joel, whoever, mm-hmm. Odane, like you could have done this show with anybody. And we love all of those people and we're really glad it was Soraya. But the heart in doing this show is just, we want to give Rashid a chance to shine. What did it feel like for you just like being on stage? Like I hear you almost kind of going beyond the event already. Right. Talking about what you learned from it or right. what is possible. But during the event, like what was going yeah. on with you? Um, I don't know. Like in the moment, I try to be as as clear-minded as possible just because I'm already an active thinker. So if, if my brain's going everywhere, I'm going to mess up something. But um, I just remember like when I, like leading up to it, I'm nervous. And when I'm nervous, I don't really talk. I don't like talking. I'm a little jittery and I just try to like, like sit still, calm down, make sure like nothing's being missed. I don't have to do this. I don't have to do that. Go use the bathroom or whatever. But um, I remember like once I hit the stage and like the first note and like I play the first chord, I sing the first note, like I'm, I'm kind of like cruising. I've, I've done it enough times to, to know like once I'm in there, like, it's crazy to hear you say I've done yeah. it enough times. Yeah, it is. It, it it felt crazy saying it. Yeah, because it is true. But I haven't done it a lot, but I've done it enough to know that, like, you know, you're here just like living a moment, just do it. Yeah. And like that night, that that's exactly what happened. Um, you know, after the first song and seeing the people there and like kind of introducing myself and then everybody um, cheering, you know, it's really empowering to a to an artist who you know like end up being an independent artist isn't easy it's really a grind um in so many different ways and people go about it in different ways through different things and it's and it really takes a lot to keep moving forward not knowing where you're gonna go so like being in the night and seeing that people come to an event that you put on is a big thing and I definitely felt the love and the um the support in the moment for sure just seeing that that many people um in the in the crowd coming to hear and to experience um the night that i was able to be a part of i think it was a special night man it was a special night for sure i definitely felt it in the moment yeah yeah i remember there was a there was maybe maybe a tear tear jerker moment in the middle of your set i just want to say thank you to scott smith you want to leave that out of the episode? Yeah, we could throw it in. Nah. Oh, <laughs> I got the footage somewhere. I want to thank um, uh, Scott. This man like planted a seed three years ago. I honestly wouldn't be doing this without him. And I just want to honor him, especially because he doesn't ask for money. But yeah, he gives me all the opportunities a man can ask for. I might cry again. You never know. <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> I don't. I won't. <laughs> what happens? You just get nervous? You get nervous? Nah, it's Is that not. What happened? Nah, it's not even the Holy nerves, Spirit man. took over? Honestly, bro. If I, the thing is like, if I'm not nervous when I'm talking in the beginning, 
then I'm probably not going to be nervous like towards the end because yeah. that's kind of like where you're hanging up the coat or you're like grabbing the coat off the like the coat rack and you're about to leave. So it's kind of easy. You just say it and then you play that last song. You're out. Like if you didn't mess up before, it's kind of hard to mess up on that last one. Mm -hmm. So it was like it was really just like emotions and like understanding how real it was to be there. And like I think when I was honoring you in the moment and like thinking of like um, the journey and what it takes, what it took for me to get to that moment i was like oh this is kind of crazy you know what i mean um yeah because again it's it's really like it's it's really a journey it, like there's a i have a lot of respect for other people who are doing a lot more than i even do because i'm an artist and i don't I, I try hard and i work hard when i can behind closed doors but you know, there's some people who do this day in, day out, and, you know, this is um, their livelihood. This is how they make money. And, like, um, there's there's so much sacrifice and so much that that goes into it that I've experienced in, in, a, in a fraction, you know, like, in such a small part of my life. Right. Because um, that's the crazy thing is to think about it's been just over two years. Yeah. Since your first performance. This was around the two-year mark, mm. you know, maybe two two years and two months yeah. or something. Yeah, probably, yeah. You know, and you, the first time you ever performed, we've talked about it on this podcast, was at Carson Simpson, 2021 summer. You're yep. performing for, you know, 10, 15 kids yeah. at Chapel. That's your first time ever performing your original music. To hear you say the words like, I've done this so many times already, mm -hmm. I'm like, oh man, it's crazy. Like, yeah. it, it's only been two years, mm -hmm. but it has been a full two years of you doing this so mm -hmm. much that it's become a muscle that you've like, it's muscle memory almost. Now yeah, for, you, for sure. Which is yeah. crazy to think about mm -hmm. because you haven't, most people who are performing have been performing for a lot longer yeah. than two years at this level. Mm -hmm. So it has been so fast and yet you put in so much mm -hmm. you know what i mean it's a really weird amount of time to be able to go from where you started to where you are mm. um yeah i was definitely definitely touched that was the last time i cried man really wow yeah i don't i don't really cry so it was like it was it was a, it was a big deal emily and liv were like freaking out they, they started running up and i was like all right relax guys relax. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah but yeah, just to to think like, okay, where things started to where you are now, it's it's mm. really incredible, man. Yeah, it's been it's been a fast rocket ship, and I mean the coolest part, obviously, you're incredibly talented, but your heart, your humility, mm -hmm. your like willingness to be teachable, your willingness to take, you know, um, criticism and mm -hmm. feedback from people and how to develop and grow, like you know the sky's the limit man for yeah. sure yeah and you killed it that was the first half of the set first half of the night was Rashid's set right. yeah mm -hmm. um shout out again to Esteban and Josh Rodriguez Esteban Davis shout out big um, shout out to them they killed it yeah. uh by the way you can go on our uh YouTube Red mm -hmm. Creatives and there's like four or five of the songs that Rashid mm -hmm. did it's four or five of the originals actually out with mm -hmm. the full videos um where sure. you can actually watch this show um, and see a big, big portion of what you did that night. Yeah, it's on the YouTube. <laughs> it's on the YouTubes. Um, the second half of the show, just briefly, I think it would be cool for you, Jared, to share um, because you did all the heavy lifting for Soraya's set. 
Uh, Rashid was was relatively simple compared to the uh, yeah. the dynamic of Sarai doing a full band and you're running sound for 37 channels. <laughs> it wasn't 37, but no, like it, it. There was still like I don't know. There was it was maybe like more difficult just because of how much there was, but in comparison, like they were both they both took attention in just different ways. Mm-hmm. Like your set, I was trying to spend a lot more attention to like keep levels like the levels between like the paddiness of the guitar versus the Mm. the keyboard like making it sound full without it being overwhelming Mm. like that that can be hard sometimes especially with the way the musicians were playing with you that night Mm -hmm. but working with her band it helped a lot that they were all like professional musicians i didn't realize until after the show that her bass player, like, I followed her bass player for, like, a year on Instagram because the dude's killer. I didn't even realize it was him. Crazy. Tim on bass on Instagram. I, I, like I said, I've been following him for, like, a year. Didn't even realize it was him. Put it together, like, a month after the show. Sound check. He started playing some Thundercat progression. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. goodness. Yeah, bro. Yeah, when he dude. played, that was like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. And then is it Sonny? Was Sonny on drums? Sonny on drums. Killer. And that room is probably one of the most difficult rooms to mix in the city with a drummer Um, with drums (laughs) sunny that's what i mean that's a professional like the way that she just sat in the pocket and and it's genre too right because she's doing a lot more jazz kind of gospel stuff yes but there were multiple points in all of those songs where she could have been smacking those drums and like i was able to actually put her in the house like what you were hearing of her was coming partially through the speakers. It wasn't just the acoustic sound of the drums. Oh, wow. Shout out to Sonny. Yes. She, Sonny's she's a beast. killer. Shout out to Sonny and Jared. And Jared. <laughs> and <laughs> also the background vocalists. We had D Say and Leah Wren. Um, and then we also had Jay Shauna on keys. Yep. Um, Jay Shauna has played for the yeah. greatest band a bunch of times. It's Amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wanted to highlight the other vocalists because one of them is Leah Wren. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was giving her a hard time because I was like, dang, Leah, you really just like being on this stage, don't you? And it's funny because she is the one who will fight to not be put on a stage. But she has been in more creatives concerts than anyone else because she got more the first creatives live stream concert. She got her own concert co-bill. And then she's like, you know what? I want to do it again and got to go up with Soraya for her third one. She, right. is, she is in the lead. <laughs> she is in the lead. Um, shout out to Leah Ren, though. I love her. Soraya, like, she's just a professional. Like you mm-hmm. said, the whole yeah. band, like, you she's know. She's got some of the best of the best in the city walking up on stage with her. Yeah. Absolutely. And she is one of the best of the best yes. in the city. Right. I mean, I actually wanted to kind of name that, but when we were talking about the show itself, like, Soraya Nicole is not just somebody I've known since she was young that was amazing that did a live stream with us. Soraya Nicole is the Soraya Nicole of Philadelphia. Right. Like, she's a rec ambassador, basically. Mm-hmm. Rec Philly, Um, she's one of the primary faces and voices you hear anytime Rec is doing promotion Mm. because she's one of their first artists that they're going to send out Mm. uh, to do gigs. She gigs in Philadelphia multiple times every single week in the same city. Mm -hmm. That is extremely hard to do, guys. It's hard to do without like like being overkill. Right, Right. being redundant. There's still people going to the shows. Yeah. (laughs) That's how good she is. And that's how big of like a, you know, kind of pull and reach that she has. Mm-hmm. Incredibly vivacious. I mean, I was there to see like the Wells Fargo moment that she had with the Sixers and all that stuff. Um, she has had like 
just a, a crazy few years mm-hmm. um, as an artist here in the city of Philadelphia. And so, you know, for her to come in, to be a part of that show with you, for some of her fans to be there, to to witness you and become fans of you, mm-hmm. and for some people who rock out with you to get a chance to see her that wouldn't have maybe rocked out with that style of music. They like what you do instead of what she does naturally, but now they're like, oh, I like this too. My dad loved it. Oh my goodness. It went really <laughs> yeah. well. Yeah. yeah, I remember Freke came. Freke was there. Um, yeah. Shout out to Freke, came all the Legend. way from Delaware. Freke Umo. <laughs> And uh, Freke was in the building and he was like, yo, I'm j- basically like, I'm just here to see Rashid mm-hmm. and then I'm going to leave. And I was like, I think you're going to want to stay. Mm-hmm. Dude, at the end of the show, he was still there. Yeah. His, yeah. He, he brought his friend Murphy. Yeah. Murphy was not going to leave. He's like, bro, <laughs> Like, she's yeah. so tough. She's so captivating. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's probably the word is like, yeah. it's very captivating. Mm-hmm. She has a way of like grabbing your attention and keeping it. And then because she's like a poet on the low, she's a rapper mm. on the low, she can sing, she can do runs, she can belt, like she has so many different dynamics. And then she just has that smile Yeah, that's like very, and then she can move too, right? Like mm. she owns the stage. She right. can be behind a mic yeah. in a dress, like singing at some classy hotel, Yeah, but she can also be in like a jumpsuit and be bouncing around like a hip hop stage. Right. Like she's that dynamic of an yeah. artist. That's something know? I was gonna say, the dynamics of what she can do, because it could just be her in a track on the stage because of what she can do. It could be her and a keyboard player, and she'd have a full set she could do with that. Or she can have what we did that night, which is full band background singers and tracks and kill it. Yeah. I didn't mm-hmm. even realize they were running tracks too. Yeah, they did. Yeah. They did Ant, run tracks. Ant went up a couple times and played a couple different songs. Shout out no to idea. DJ and G. <laughs> I had no idea. You were probably in La La Land after your set. Did you get to enjoy her set at all? Uh, some. It was kind of like when she started, I was still talking to people. And like right after, you just get this like sigh of relief, this huge sigh of relief. So I'm just like, Eyes are just We're glazed done. over. You're just like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm good. I did the my pressure. part. <laughs> I did my part. The pressure's off. I'm going to my green room. Leave me and alone. And you just hear this loud noise in the back. It was like, oh, there's another set. You got to go watch it. No, I'm playing. She did great. She's definitely great. Yeah. Um, band, singers, her. She's yep. professional. Shout out to Soraya Nicole. It was a workshop. It was, yeah. man. The final boss, as Unwanted would say. <laughs> <laughs> you're like the final boss man yeah. um, now yeah. after the event like post event hangs any conversations you had um like that were significant for you during kind of the post post game situation uh you know brooke she always finds the right words to say or to kind of like pinpoint you know um shout out to brookles yeah she always knows how to intentionally um highlight a moment or intentionally talk about um or intentionally just uh, congratulate you or say thank you or whatever you know anything she says kind of comes from a deep place which is always nice um she's very intentional yeah i haven't talked to her much but i always notice that yeah you know it's it's it it was really empowering and it was really it felt it almost feels like complete it almost feels like you know this isn't something that you do alone you know what i mean um just because it, it gets lonely sometimes when you got to write the songs you got to record it you got to promote it and you're like 
I don't know, somebody's going to listen to this or who's going to listen to this. But, like, people really do, like, pay attention. They might not like, they might not comment, but they pay attention. And I think I noticed that a lot more with them being there and, like, people, like, you know, expressing how they feel after. Like, the words that, you know, I have and the words that the Lord speaks through me through these songs is kind of, like, what a lot of people need to hear. Not to say, like, my words are special, but I really feel like the problems or anything that I feel isn't something that I only feel. Yep. Your songs are built out of like emotions that are common, but you build them from how they affect you. And that makes it very raw, very Mm. just easy to connect with. Yeah. And I think I appreciate those a lot, um, especially after the show, because people really do hear the lyrics. Mm -hmm. They hear the songs, they hear everything. Um, Yeah. It was just a great time. I haven't seen a guy in years came out to my show he missed the entire show it's funny but i got to talk to him right after his name is noah noah james um that's my guy back when i was doing a lot of video stuff we would do a lot of projects together and he came to support and he missed the whole show but like we we got to chop it up for like 20 30 minutes right after it was it was a good time man just seeing a lot of people in different parts of my life from work from school from from church like my whole church like most of my church came and, like, they don't know the artist Rashid. They don't even really know the singer Rashid like that. Like, I, I just be drumming, like, almost every Sunday. Because, um, like, me, I just, like, I'm just trying to serve wherever is needed. Um, so, like, them coming into that world was, was definitely something new and different. It was special. Um, they enjoyed it a lot. My bishop enjoyed it a lot. Having my parents there is always special, man. Because um, they kind of engraved the the whole musicality, you know, starting at drums, my mom singing, I'm singing at church, like all this stuff, like that, um, that kind of built this journey. It was definitely a full, full circle kind of moment to watch and to witness. And it's still just the beginning. Like Mm -hmm. you said, I mean, even when you're talking about what you guys did as a trio with Esteban and Josh, there's a million other things we can tap into and explore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, you're still kind of just getting started in ways, even as a far along as you are. Uh, but it, even with the hope of what's ahead, it felt very final. Mm-hmm. Like the night felt like a stamp of like, yo, Rashid is here. Right. Like this is the artist Rashid St. Fleur. And it's pay attention, you know, get on the bandwagon. And I think... um what I have felt from your music, and I think I'm echoing you here because I think I've heard you say this about your own music, but in that room, you really felt it. Your songs are testimonies. Mm-hmm. You know, the same way that somebody that's really got the gift of exhortation and sitting down talking to somebody and they're constantly sharing stories to encourage somebody. Brookles does that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but you do it through your music, mm-hmm. yeah. like in a way where, you know, maybe you wouldn't have the confidence to have that conversation with a stranger about hope through pain or healing in the midst of loss through your music, you are ministering to people Mm. and your music is potent, man. Like it's powerful. It moves people when people lock in and they listen to every lyric. Like we've seen people listen to your music for the first time and just start weeping Mm. because of how powerful it is. Um, whether you want to call that the anointing, you know, the Holy Spirit using it in a moment, yeah. the gift that's on your life or whatever else, it is powerful. It is potent. 
and it cuts through and art has a way of doing that like nothing else. So thank you for wielding that like gift, not to your own ends, but to kingdom ends, Mm -hmm. like wanting people to know more of God's heart for them. Um, wanting to know more, what it what does it look like to follow Jesus? Like that's that's who you are, um, instead of you know just doing it to, because people can manipulate that emotional thing yeah. with music, right? Yeah. You know, for themselves or for a relationship or to get sought after by, you know, some honeys or whatever, right? Yeah. Like <laughs> that's that's a risk that's yeah. right there. That's an option to take. Yeah, and you have kind of went the opposite direction fully mm-hmm. to say, I really want my music to be talking about God. Even if it's not a worship song, Yeah, it's talking about something kingdom mm-hmm. in the middle of this story. So really appreciated that. Thank you, man. That's really encouraging. Um, validates a lot of the stuff that I do and the stuff that I write just because, you know, being a Christian and writing songs that aren't blatantly saying Jesus or God it's kind of like, is this right? You know, I, I pray these prayers just like, God, you know, you can tell me if I'm doing something wrong, you know, like confirm to me like that this is what you have me doing or like just take it away. You know what I mean? And I've, I've prayed that prayer for like, I'm like all of like all of last year, even like to this day, like ever since I started writing music and I like that, um, that thought came into my mind. I've always prayed it, um, and he's never take he he never took it away from me just because he understands. Like, and the more I learn, it's like um, people go through things. People need to understand and they need to hear it. They need to know that they're not alone. Um, they need to hear the raw and the realness of what life is. Just because you know, church can be very cookie cutter. It can be very like, hey. You know, God is our savior. God is this and that. And this is all true. But he's also in like these dark places. He's also in these um, moments where we don't feel hope, where we do feel hope, when we're happy, like in all these moments, like he's there with us. And I think it's really important to know that because it just makes a lot. It, we, we, it makes things more hopeful, even though you might not feel hope. Like there is a light at the end of the tunnel. You know, we all go through the, we might go through different things, but we all go through life. And, um, yeah, just continue to do that, try to be as honest and do things that honor him and write songs that builds, um, people up, God up, um, may not, it might not seem like it sometimes guys, but he's there. He's there. Amen. (laughs) Amen. Thank you seriously for doing the show. Yeah. It was was an honor to do it together. I, I think one of the things that we have felt is how do we leverage creatives for the good of our ripe community, mm. right? This is an asset of our ministry, and we serve a lot of other artists through creatives, yeah. which is great, and like we will continue to do that. But when it makes sense, how can we serve our team? Right. And the co-bill felt like a really obvious answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We bring in an artist from the outside that has a little bit more of a pool or whatever, mm. a name recognition in the city or in the national sense bring them in let's give our artist an opportunity to be on the show with that person right what's happened has just been magic though Mm -hmm. it hasn't been hey you don't deserve to be on the stage with soraya you're opening for her it's been Mm co-bills where these artists have been 
oh wow, he's really good. She's really good. Right. He's amazing. She's amazing. Yeah. Like they they deserve to be in these spaces together. Yeah. And so I think there should even be a validation in that that it wasn't just you know like us putting something on for you. You mm. deserved every aspect of what you mm. received that night Thank in you. terms of the validation from people. It wasn't just like a home crowd thing. Mm. You know, it was a Philly yeah. show. It was a, it was a real concert. Right. It was a real show, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, through Rep Creatives, the whole point is like we, we minister to artists and we minister through the arts. Yep. Mm. And all of these times, like all of the ripe artists, they're pouring out. What's the analogy? Everyone always says you can't, pour out to others from an empty glass you have mm. to be refilled these are the chances where we get to pour back into you that's guys good. yeah it's good. good yeah and it's crazy because you're pouring out in a way yeah and you're being poured into and yeah you know we're pouring out into these artists for creatives and then the concerts are a place where they pour back into you know coming back to support you mm-hmm. guys like right. there's a lot of people who come perform on our open mic that get tickets to the concerts to see the people we're putting on that stage. Mm. Yeah. Which is really cool. Yeah. You know, like it's not just, oh, who's who's performing? That's where I'm going. We've started to yeah. build an ecosystem where people show up for creatives regardless of who's on it. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's, like that's whenever you're shifting a culture, right? Yeah. Like when you are yeah. consistently touching base with, you know, a couple thousand people a year that are keep coming through, keep coming through, keep coming through. And they're coming and they're learning about new artists every time, Mm -hmm. you know, because we're continually putting new people on the platform. So I, yeah, it felt very full circle for me even Mm -hmm. that night, just like saying, man, this is, this is good. This Kobo thing works. Mm -hmm. Like this is a really, really good idea. I'm glad we went this route, especially at the story factory in that big of a room. We've only had two, but we have yet to have a bad one. And I don't think we will for a very long time. We won't. Hopefully if not. we ever do. In Jesus' name, we won't. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, uh, Story Factory, for all of your help. Yeah. Yeah. Keeping us keeping us in check and in line and allowing us a space to be able to build right. out these visions that we have. Um, and also thank you to to Top Mob Productions for doing yeah. all this wonderful stuff, not only here on the podcast, but at our, our shows. Yeah. Um, we have you know a whole bunch of gear that we you know, have to do different things. Uh, mm-hmm. None of it would get touched unless Jared was present. So, <laughs> Amen. <laughs> I was going to say, I got the key to the storage unit. No one's literally. touching it. <laughs> uh, no, I was like, Jared, I am never going to go get this sound equipment without you. So yeah. why don't you just have the key? <laughs> right. You can go get it without me, but I'm uh, never going to go get it without you. <laughs> um, but seriously, Jared, thank you so much for, yeah. you know, and the best part, man, is not that you get the job done, but that you want to get it done with excellence. Yeah. And that is so evident to an artist whenever they're on stage and yes. they're hearing things change on stage. It sounds better. And you're just like, oh, he really cares. Yes. Like that may, that makes all the difference in the world. Yeah. It's crazy. Oh, my goodness. So thank you for basically live mixing an album on stage. <laughs> um, thank you for all the video stuff you've done since then. Please check out our YouTube yeah. videos of Rashid, videos of Soraya. Four songs from each set, which is over half of each set, is available mm. for you to see. Yeah. Yep, and they're mixed; like they're not just you know videos off a, right. off a, off an iPhone. Right. Um. So please, please, please give those a look. Mm. Subscribe to our YouTube page, all that kind of stuff. Um. Final thank you. I just want to give to all of our supporters, the people who partner with us, so that we get to do these shows. Um. None of our events are profitable. We'll just be totally transparent there. Uh. We are always spending more money on 
the the making the event happen than we ever bring in mm. from tickets. So how do we how do we do this? We do this because of the generous people who partner with us that allow us to do ministry through the arts and make mm-hmm. an impact on the world around us. So um, everything that we do, investing in artists like Rashid and throwing the shows like we do through creatives is because of your partnership. And so thank you for allowing us to do this stuff. And if you're here on the podcast listening and you don't currently partner with us, we'd highly encourage you to jump on ripecreatives.com and consider giving a donation uh, to support our work here in the city so we can do more of it. Mm-hmm. That is the goal. Um, Jared always reminds me, uh, 215-273-3540. Yeah, it is. Uh, text the word time is ripe to that number, and we will text you every episode as it drops. Um, Rashid, Jarrett, any final, final, final thoughts before we officially sign off? Um, yeah, thank you guys for allowing me to do this entire event. Um, being a part of this community, um, pouring into me. Um, yeah, everything that comes into my life through you guys, like this whole artistry is impossible that I do without, um, creatives, without ripe, without, um, this whole infrastructure. So I honor you guys. I appreciate you guys. Um, it means, it means the world for real. Love you too. Love you, man. I just love getting to do stuff like this because it's, yeah. it's like you said, I like to do it with excellence. I want to do it right. And it's nice being able to make like you can work a show, but working a show that is a good show, good people, good musicians. Mm-hmm. It's it's easier to get my mentality there to get myself to go to that level of excellence when I have excellence that I'm working alongside, not working with, not like molding. I'm working with you guys. Yeah, yeah that's good. Yeah. Uh, that's real. It brings out the best in each other, you know? It does. That's, it really does. It's a really, really special team. Yeah. We've been super blessed for, you know, the last handful of years getting to do getting to do stuff like this together. So uh, give us money so we can do more of it, you know? <laughs> I promise it's not rinky-dink shows. All these professional artists come in and they're like, yeah, this was actually pretty legit. Thank you. Yeah, it definitely <laughs> is, 1,000%. Yeah, yeah, we try, it try to make it the best we can. Yeah. So we've been blessed, and uh, thank you for being a part of that blessing. Listen. We love y'all. We hope you have enjoyed every episode so far in season two. We got a couple more to go. And then we are off to season three one day. Yeah. Uh, So be on the lookout for new episodes as they drop over the weeks and months ahead. Um, And until next time, y'all, as always, stay right. Will I ever catch the wind or will I fall? Yeah, da 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 da.